0: Today on the
1: TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Eric here. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. We're going to start off today with my favorite guy. I love you this. Know, I got I warm feelings.
2: This. You are such a hater. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking so, about Pete Davidson
1: and you, you're just, you're a hater. You're are so jealous of him. Well, tell me about his new girlfriend and how well his life is going. His
2: wife is so great. <laughs> so obviously broken up with Kim Kardashian and we were all like, "Who's he gonna date next?" Because his track record before Kim was Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande. He's dated Casie David. Yeah. What a roster! What yeah.
1: a roster! So it's like, where does he go yeah. from Kim Kardashian? He is dating Emily Ratajkowski, who was uh, initially burst on the scene in the Blurred Lines video, yeah. but has become like famous in her own right. Sure. I mean, she's now like sort of sustained that that level of fame that she got that no other sort of dancer in a music video no, I think, because has she,
2: she's she's very beautiful very beautiful and uh famously very beautiful now she's uh she's divorced she's yes. just, uh recently ended a marriage Pete is the rebound guy. It's unbelievable. He's He's, who you go to when you're coming off of a heartbreak.
1: He's got a little bit of a mommy fetish going on now. His last couple, (laughs) I looked at his roster and early on it was like all the, you know, Ariana Grande and Cassie David, all these like young starlets. Cassie David was the coolest one in my mind. That's Larry David's daughter. That was the start of the Pete David phenomenon and now it's just sort of off the rails. But then it's been, you know, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian and now Emily Radakowski and yeah. you know they're all they're all moms and that i think that's it, it, part it, of the game. it's a
2: pattern at this point it's like yeah. still
1: pretty young yeah. recently
2: out of a relationship moms And he's the guy to make them feel good about themselves. The
1: thing that's starting to bother (laughs) me about him, and I've been bothered for a while, he's just living his life. He is just living his life, but it seems like a series of conquests. And I I just, I don't know how you get away from feeling that way when you see that he's dated this woman after this woman and charmed them, and all of them in the press say, you know what? It's just his vibe. There's something so cool about Pete. He's a really down to earth guy. Uh, At some point, you're not down to earth. He was looking for his next target after Kim Kardashian. Stop calling him down to earth and cool.
2: I don't. I mean, yeah, definitely he he has a, a certain kind of woman he dates.
1: Yes. But you, an insanely you think an attractive it's like, and famous woman every time. Yeah, yeah.
2: But so you think that he's always this like malicious guy, like swooping in, getting these heartbroken women. I it doesn't come like he's a relationship guy. When he was with Ariana, they got engaged and he clearly wanted to marry her. That was him. When he was with That Kim, was at least what the press
1: report said. Oh, yes. you are such a hater. <laughs>
2: And then, you know, when he was with Kim, he got her kid's initials tattooed on his neck. And, like, he, he seemed like he genuinely falls
1: so in love with these relationships. Like, we can all see, like, this is probably not going to last forever. Let but... me ask you a question. When you now look, now that we have, like, sort of, let's take the eagle's eye view. Like, the, the the view of the landscape and everyone he's dated and how they've all ended. Don't you smell a whiff of, like, this guy's a player. You know, like, that's the whiff I get. Now, I'll tell you why he bothers me. Because I, I have to locate this. <laughs> because you're a this. hater. <laughs> I am, at core, contrarian and maybe a little bit of a hater. And there certainly is at some a pilot light of jealousy that is burning in my soul. You're very jealous of for for lots of things. Maybe so. (laughs) And he doesn't look impressive in any way, sort of gawky and hunch-shouldered. And he's got this BDE, which I don't know, that really strikes me as well. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll get into that later uh, or or never. Um, Well, it's because you have SDE. Here's what bothers me. You know, what he's the the modern... Sort of Jack Nicholson, Man About Town, but Jack Nicholson never bothered me. I wasn't a hater towards Jack Nicholson because he was he was like a a, a rakish sort of uh, no, the, you know the, the, the more rogue modern equivalent. who was out there like sort of like slaying women, and that was who his persona was. That's not this guy's persona. This guy is like luring women into a <laughs> trap almost. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's what it feels like to me.
2: No, the more modern equivalent of Jack Nicholson is Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yes, and and that doesn't fine. bother me
2: because because you know when Leo dates women, it's not going to last a real long time. Yes, but he knows that. They know that. It's just fun for a while. So do you see the difference and why Leo doesn't bother me, even though Leo's very attractive? Because because Leo Leo. knows that's what he's going to do. Yes. And the women know that's what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. Pete, I think it seems like he genuinely like he's just a romantic who falls in love. I don't think Leo falls in love. I see. He's just wears his heart on his sleeve, falls head over heels. And then, you know, if it it doesn't last, it doesn't. But he's completely
1: committed when he's in it. Got it. Leo, you know it's going to be short-term. So you think, Leo, everyone's on the same page that it'll be short-term. I think so. Heat. everyone's on the same page in the moment of, like, the the love and head over heels. And then when it breaks up, he's left a—the field is littered with his past relationships now. And you think they're all— uh, I will say this for Pete Davidson. They all seem to have warm feelings tw- for, for him they afterwards, do. with the exception of Ariana Grande. I don't think she has oh, warm yeah, she, feelings. No, she, she remember warm when feelings? she
2: did Thank You Next? She's like, for Pete, I'm so thankful. Or no, that was Mac Miller. But she said nice things about Pete in that song. She did. She did. She did. I, I,
1: I won't say there's a lot of people who seem to come yeah, out and say, like, like, he him. was horrific. He it does sort of just fizzle I, and honestly, they move on. I feel bad for him because I think he does <laughs> fall in love and he meets these
2: rebound women and they're, like, trying to get over these very stormy relationships because... They're all very, it's not just like relationships ended a lot of the time. Like it's something dramatic has happened with his, their exes, his girlfriends. And so he's the guy that makes them feel better about themselves. And like. He's he's that he's that puppy that's there to love you, and then he gets his heart broken, and then you know I feel bad for
1: him. Wow! So you think (laughs) looking at the landscape that he's the one who we should be extending sympathy towards, rather than they run its course. He got tired of Kim Kardashian. How dare you! How dare you (laughs) get tired of Kim Kardashian? When I see someone break up with Kim Kardashian, where it's not her dumping him, and maybe we don't know. seemed to be like that she might have ended things with him because they were all over the map. Oh, man. There's just something. There's something about him. He's still only 29 years old. So I just see this now for the next at least five, six, seven years until his mid-30s, just just running the town like this. <laughs> and it bothers no, me. No, I think he's just looking for love, and I hope he finds it. <laughs> the king of Staten Island. Well, we'll have to see. Um, all right, let's go to something quite serious. This is uh, yeah. Blueface. Um, Blueface is... A, a, a rapper of, of some some renown. He did and the
2: song "Tatiana." It was a big hit. Bust yes. down "Tatiana." It was a huge hit.
1: But he's also a character who is on TMZ a lot for. Outbursts with his girlfriend, Krishan. Uh, They have a very volatile relationship. I think even they would acknowledge and have acknowledged a lot. Lots of sort of violence back and forth, although they stay together. Sort of a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde, in a way, or something. very weird. Very strange relationship. They
2: they beat each other in the street one time. Yeah, videos of them
1: just going off on each other. um, Remarkable and and strange. But this is a very serious thing. He got uh, arrested in an undercover operation. There's video of him just sort of sitting out with Krishan, on a on a not a park bench but a bench outside of a strip mall, it looks like looking through his phone, and then a bunch of plainclothes police officers descend upon him, throw him on the ground. He's under arrest. We looked into it. There was a warrant for his arrest for attempted murder, uh, a, a very serious. very serious charge, yeah. and discharging a firearm into a dwelling or a vehicle. So that's what we knew at at, at that time. Then there's a there's now a video. The incident apparently happened on October eighth. And it was in Las Vegas. There was some sort of altercation um, at a club, I believe. Yeah, there was. They were you're in Vegas, and
2: uh, it was his crew. And I think he was not present for this. Not directly a, a involved. A guy with the altercation. came in, and the crew was uh, uh, allegedly very like uh, intoxicated and kind of rowdy, and got into a fight and beat this guy.
1: Yes, and, then, and rather than ending there, the man went to his truck. Uh, this yeah. is uh, these are these are what we what we've learned from sources. Uh, got into his truck and sort of came back for more, maybe saying, who. Sh- there's a report that he said, he, he who pulled shot He and me? said, who hit
2: me? He he me. Said, who hit sorry, me? Who no, hit yeah, he me? wasn't shot
1: at, he, but he was beat. Correct, sorry, who hit me in the club, meaning that he wanted to come back for more and identify who hit him and maybe uh, get some retribution. There, in a video, you see what looks like Blueface... With a gun, pointed at the truck, and apparently fired a shot into the truck. This you can could... see, there is surveillance video. It's it's kind of that grainy black and white surveillance right.
2: video. But you we see Blueface close in the camera, walks out across the street. You do see a little light, for little the gun fire. Flash. Yeah, you yeah. see that at the truck, and then the truck peels out. So now he's been arrested for uh, attempted murder.
1: Yeah, it's not easy to get a warrant. You need to have probable cause. Uh, we think this is it. Although the cops are saying this is an open investigation. It's a very serious one. Obviously, they sent plainclothes officers to apprehend him, meaning that it's difficult to when it's when you worry that a suspect might flee or you have you're conducting a, an investigation that needs some sort of discretion. You do plainclothes officers. Uh, he's apparently in custody. This is very very serious. If this is it, and this is what cops are looking into it's at the very least sort of reckless to fire the gun, whether he's aiming it at the person, I'm not sure the attempted murder charge sticks if he's just sort of shooting at the body of the truck, but nevertheless, very, very serious <clears throat> charges. If it, I mean, you're a lawyer. I think if, if I were representing Blueface, yeah, maybe
2: the the, the reckless endangerment mm-hmm. or, or firing a gun, you can get him for that, which is a misdemeanor, I'm assuming. No, no, it's a felony, it, but, okay. but it's a lesser but felony it's, than it's attempted my, murder. It's not attempted yes. murder. Couldn't, couldn't the defense very well be that he was afraid for his life? Absolutely. I mean, especially you know, we don't a know what that guy in
1: that truck maybe was yeah. brandishing a gun. Even even yes. if he
2: wasn't, it's not unreasonable to think that Blueface could have thought that he was. Like, That's right. he's he's a rapper and you know, we've just seen Takeoff has been murdered, Tentacion was murdered a couple of years ago. Like this is something we've seen, you know, with Nipsey Hussle. Yes. If a guy rolls up on him in a truck, Who's just had an altercation with his crew?
1: Yeah, I bet he was could pretty fired up. Very genuinely be afraid for your life. Yeah, and look, even if he wasn't in the truck wielding his own weapon, he's in a weapon. Remember that. You know, he's yeah. in a truck, and, and Blueface, if, if that's Blueface in the video, which well, it sounds we know like it, it is, is, him. Yeah, which, him in the video. You know, you're in danger by a man being in a truck, potentially run you over. There's a whole host of reasons where you might be in fear for your life. That's certainly the type of defense that if I were Blueface's attorney, I would level to sort of at least reduce the charges um, and maybe eliminate them. Because if you're in the mode of self-defense, all those charges might fall, you know, like maybe you get he had illegal possession of the weapon, but even discharging it. Uh, into the vehicle that might fall as well if he's in fear for his life and he thinks the guy might run him over so we'll have to see how this case develops it's still very very early stages i mean he was just apprehended uh there have to be arraignments there have to be presentations of evidence in court so we'll have to see where this goes but nevertheless you know it's it's becoming a bit of a pattern that he's in these sort of violent situations and he's got to sort of rein it in i mean he's a very talented guy Tatiana was a huge song he, he lives that life you know yeah and 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 yeah, you know, you see that when a truck
2: comes up, it didn't just drive by him. It kind of turned in toward him. Yes. Yes we've you seen so many fearful. of those videos I was, I was a little nervous just seeing it so I, I don't know we'll see what happens with this we don't know all the details yet
1: I uh, just I, the, the sad point I want to make at the end is that like Blueface is involved in a lot of these he's on our our, our website for the wrong reasons a lot he's not on there for music <laughs> put it that yeah. way uh, recently and it just seems like an accumulation of events uh, th- that he seems to be living in a dangerous way and I worry about these things ending in, in some sort of tragedy whether it's him you know killing someone or hurting someone or being killed or hurt himself so I <laughs> I hope this develops. I hope this is sort of a wake-up call, if nothing yeah. else, for Blueface to Hopefully. sort of get on, get on the straight and narrow.
0: What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace; it's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Um, here we go with uh, Candace Cameron Bure. <laughs> Speaking Beret. of straight
2: and narrow. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Tell, walk us through what's going on with Candace, Candace Cameron and who she is. Contextualize well, her a little bit.
2: Candace Cameron Bure, of course, yeah. you know from Full House. Uh she's in all the the, the the Christmas movies. She she runs uh Great American Family Now, which is the channel that does all these sort of family holiday films right. a
1: lot. She's also deeply Christian. Her family, Kirk Cameron, her yes. brother, was very on religious. Growing Pains. Very, very religious family.
2: Uh and so she has said that that with Great American Family, they're going to focus on doing uh traditional family holiday films. Mm-hmm. Uh basically like no gay couples.
1: Yeah. You, look, she's pivoting of, yeah. from Hallmark, right? She used right. to be on all the Hallmark movies, and apparently Hallmark was too uh Dabbling in too many, uh, you know, uh, unconventional families. I don't know yeah. what you want to call them. I think it's gay families as it's A little too liberal well for her. So she wants to go towards a more traditional um, family.
2: So network. she is now kind of, she got a lot of backlash for this. And she's sort of kind of walking it back, but not really. This So much to me, it just seems like, you know, you've heard people say, love the sinner, hate the sin in regards yes. to gay people. This yes. just feels like what this is to me. Uh, she said, I am a devoted Christian, which means that I believe that every human being bears the image of God. Because of that, I am called to love all people. So basically, saying, you know, we employ a great American family, all kinds of beliefs and lifestyles and ethnicities in front of and behind the camera. Yes, but basically, she wants to make traditional, you know, one man, one woman, Christian marriage
1: feel good holiday movies. Yeah, and initially, I I, I received this story differently than I feel now. So I'll I'll admit my initial reaction was okay. She wants to join a network that presents only uh, you know sort of straight male female nuclear families. I'm okay as long as others aren't excluded from presenting their stories on whatever networks are available. Initially, I was like, this is fine. It's if her she belief. Wa- it's her belief system, and she wants to present it to the world, so it didn't bother me. But when I had the discussion with Harvey, I started to feel differently because if some, if, if she had come out and said, I want to make an all-white network, um, you know, BET is controlling the landscape too much, yeah. and I want to make an all-white network, it would undoubtedly feel icky. It would just feel icky. And Harvey was saying, well, this is the same thing. And it's hard to argue that it's not. It is a very, very similar construct to say, like, I want to do traditional family values. The implicit message is that you think those other values from gay families are wrong. And it feels gross. As a
2: very Christian person, that— that is what she believes. Yes, and, and, she, and she's entitled and, and, and to in her, her mind, she can be like you know I don't have any hatred or harbor any ill will towards gay people, and I she probably doesn't. I don't I think ju- she specifically like hates gay people, right? And she's saying I just don't want to be a part of. But that's that. she. But she believes it's wrong, yeah. That's what the Bible has taught her. It, it is, and, and to Harvey's point, I get that because I, I agree with
1: him. I, this is I do too ridiculous to me, but it's
2: it's 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 her religious belief.
1: Yeah, and by the way, there's nothing. I, I want to take this conversation away from. There's nothing illegal about her starting a network that promotes traditional family values. She's no. entitled to her beliefs. This is really just a feeling of is this right? That's that's kind of the conversation I want to center on because there's no doubt but that there's, she's there's, allowed to make this network and allowed to make whatever movies she wants. She doesn't have to star in any logo programming. There's yeah. no, I'm not making that argument. Oh, there's, there's certainly no Jewish things because it's Christmas movies. Yeah, so, uh,
2: but yeah, that's it's, it's weird because. She's not saying, you know, oh, gay people are gross. I don't want them in my movies. Right. I, I don't think there's the bigotry, like the hatred, in that sense. But it is exclusionary, and she's like, you know, I'm not going to tell those stories. Right. But, but is she obligated to? She's certainly not obligated. But and because obligated it is. To, but again, we have you know religious freedom in this country. It it is for a lot of fundamental Christians, like traditional Christians, that's their belief is that it's an abomination. Yes. It is hurtful to gay people, so it is bigoted it... and exclusionary but it's what her religious belief is and so then it then is. we get into telling people their
1: religion is wrong and i don't want to do that it is. that's
2: that's a real slippery slope it's a right real there.
1: slippery slope and 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 for some reason if she would just sit out and, and as a, as an actress and say you know what i'm not going to star in this vehicle because i'm uncomfortable and it conflicts with my values but she wants to do something different she wants to promote uh, traditional values, and that tells me that she believes there's some sort of moral decay going on in the world that she I'm wants sure she to fight that. against. Right, but I feel that's different than saying I'm not going to be a part of the the the, the you know uh, normalizing of gay families. I won't be a part of that, and it's fine that it's going on and I'm supportive is different than saying I'm going to fight against it. And by yeah. starting this network, it feels as though she's fighting against that that uh, trend, which that's what feels wrong to me. She's not sitting yeah, it I, out and too. saying I, I have a private belief and the world is what it is but my private beliefs are inconsistent with it she's saying i'm gonna fight it and i don't want america and the world to move in this direction and that's why because i've thought about it a lot i was like eh, in some sense it seems okay i don't think it's okay anymore. no it feels but, wrong but it to is, me.
2: i guess you know the
1: nice thing is, is
2: you know she can do this there's nothing legally to stop her from doing this i don't guess uh but there are a lot of you know in in, in 2022 there are a lot of avenues for telling other stories yeah and it is nice that we don't have to rely on Candace Cameron's Bure, Bure's opinion to, to shape the world.
1: I agree. And, 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 and I'll finish with this. I think she's fighting the tidal wave of progress. Do you know what I mean? I, she has this small network, but the world is going to move on with or without Candace Cameron Bure. I don't think she's going to be able to shift the tide in her direction, which gives me some peace about this. But uh, nevertheless, I don't like people who swim against what well, seem like currents know, of progress.
2: Yeah, but then you have your, your Hallmark movies and Lifetime and Logo sure. and all those can do all these other, you know, non-traditional quote unquote family stories. So let her be her little Christian I
1: you know oasis in there for yeah. people who want to believe that. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. Let's yeah. let's move to um the world of crypto. So I, I'm gonna explain this story in, in as in as condensed a fashion as I can. Um FTX was a big crypto exchange, a trading platform um, one of the biggest You had Coinbase You have something called Binance And you had FTX Billions of dollars of transfers and transactions It suddenly collapsed They are in bankruptcy They filed a what's called a freefall bankruptcy Where they had no papers ready They just had to run to bankruptcy <laughs> court Really dramatic It was like $11 billion $11 right? billion dollars Vanished And a lot of people who didn't invest in crypto And were at least skeptical of crypto Like myself Said, yeah, of course This is going to happen I mean, these coins are created from the ether There's no backing to them uh-huh. They're based on belief That's what the coins are based on And when belief is gone, they are worth zero. That's so You how... are a big believer in this. I am more skeptical about it. This, Absolutely. this is why I'm a skeptic.
2: I'm like, oh, it's based on nothing. Yeah, well, It can uh, fall apart at any moment.
1: That's right. And this fell apart dramatically. Yes. And there's a guy, Sam uh, Bankman-Fried, who is at the center of it. He started FTX, and it may be this massive Ponzi scheme fraud where he was propping up another venture and so forth. Um, he's now the subject of a lawsuit. He will be a subject of a lot of lawsuits yes. over this. He's kind of a Bernie Madoff-like figure now. And people, you don't minds. you don't cost people eleven billion dollars and just walk away. That's right. Um, so now, though, there's some collateral damage with some celebrities because a lot of celebrities got behind FTX. FTX was a massive entity, so it had Tom Brady, Giselle, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal, Shohei Ohtani, a Larry laundry. David. Larry David. But I think this is such a dumb lawsuit. Okay, so we'll get to law. Lo- so the lawsuit has been filed by. It's a class action uh, filed by an aggrieved investor. Investor in FTX in And saying, hey, all you guys promoted this thing. Steph Curry, Tom Brady, also suing Sam Freed, who's obviously at the target. But let's let's stick with the promoters, the celebrities and saying you like lulled me into investing in something that has now turned into this massive fraud. You know what? I'm coming after your deep pocket as well. You remember, Sam Freed now is worth basically nothing. He was a massive billionaire, but all his coins are worthless. This is a cash grab. They want some great packets. It is.
2: I don't understand how you can sue the celebrity spokesperson because the company failed. Yes. Did Tom or Giselle or Steph, and maybe
1: they did, and I don't know, did they own the company? Did they have ownership in it? The devil's going to be in the details i think a lot of the deals that he cuts with these celebrities gives them some cash up front and some back-end equity in the ftx venture because they they want to they want to benefit from the upside well they have maybe some options to to be involved in it so they could also be victims like the funny thing about these lawsuits is if they're shareholders as well in ftx they could also maybe join the class action as (laughs) in their capacity as shareholder and stay as defendants in their capacity as promoters it will come down to what were their words. You know, You know, were they actively lying? Did, were they aware that this was a massive Ponzi scheme and they were lying to the public to gather they money? They were reading scripts. I think that's a far-fetched sort <laughs> of case to make that Tom Brady was like, oh, cool, a fraud. I'd love to take part in it. I, I, yeah. I don't think he was aware uh, that FTX was operating in a way that seems at least fraudulent. Um, we'll have to see how the details of that play out. I think they just signed up for cash. I think they, they got... wanted to promote and do a commercial just like Matt Damon did a commercial for yeah. Crypto.com or whatever.
2: They're, they're a celebrity
1: spokesperson. They they are
2: not the company that's right they yeah. got paid to be in a commercial
1: now they will tease apart all their words a look at Larry David's commercial which everyone has been sending around because the, the concert the conceit of the commercial was that he was skeptical of crypto <laughs> but he was saying hey uh, he was like he was like an old guy who was like oh, the light bulb will never make it all these cool inventions that became huge and he was like crypto will never make it and that was the joke of the commercial Larry and now skeptical of it. everything that's, that's right. his that's his shtick um, behind the scenes what sort of deals and what they knew will become sort of part of the litigation and I think these big stars don't want protracted litigation. I think no. there's maybe some small settlement value of make this go away. Well, especially We're Tom and Giselle don't want to wind up in court together. <laughs> they got their own things going on. They <laughs> don't got, like,
2: oh God, we don't want to be part of this. they got plenty
1: on their <laughs> plate. So I think you may see some quick settlements or some quick motions to dismiss these things and they'll go away but it's a, it made a big splash and you'll see, uh, I don't think the crypto f- winter is over and more no. of these things will collapse and you may see more celebrity lawsuits. So and fewer Celebrities are going to put their face on these from now on. Yes and no. You know, look, there's always going to be schemes where there's going to be cash grabs. I mean, that that end up fraudulent. I mean, celebrities have endorsed things for years, and some of them fall apart, and they don't always sure. know. They're just looking to make some commercials. So we'll see. But I don't think you'll see the end of celebrity endorsements. Uh, oh, in, no, I mean, in for things. crypto. I think probably for crypto it'll cool off for a little. I think while. so. All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll see you next time.